Blog Talk Radio. Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you are listening during the live broadcast, you could always uh, join us in the chat room. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Sign in with your free blogtalkradio.com account. And go to the episode page, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll see the chat. Uh, I put a poll in the chat, too, just to see if it works. Uh, it's a new uh, thing that they've put in, apparently. So we're going to try it out and see how it goes and see what happens. Um, anyway, so there's that. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Of course, remember, there's all the different ways that you can find me online. You could go to liberaldan.com and find all the links, the most important being uh, the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, I'm trying to hit that thousand mark, and it's not, <laughs> it's far from that still. So let's, let's go ahead and get that done. Also, uh, if you are supporting the show, if you like what you hear, uh, you can uh, become a Liberal Dan Radio Patreon and, uh, uh, you get early access to bits. You get um, when when I get them done early. You can get you can get early access to those bits. Uh, certain levels will also get access to the Discord and be able to uh, see you know give their feedback as to what they would like to see next on YouTube or bitwise or parody wise or whatever. Uh, so you can have your way uh, uh, have it your way, I guess, on Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, but first. We have this week's headlines. It's Pride Month, and Burger King will be donating money from sales of its new chicken sandwich to the Human Rights Campaign, the largest LBGTQA civil rights organization. In a shot across the bow to hate chicken monger Chick-fil-A, the Royal Burger Chain said that they would even donate funds for chicken sandwiches sold on Sundays. In Republican news, Donald Trump was mocked for seemingly wearing his pants backwards at a North Carolina Republican event. The former president and President Scrooge cosplayer was not deemed improperly on stage. Other angles do show a fly on the pants, not like the one on Mike Pence's head, but a zip-up fly, so perhaps the first shot was just a bad angle. But are there really any good angles of Donald Trump? Well, there is one, his leaving the Oval Office. The cruise industry is fighting with Governors DeSantis and Abbott of Florida and Texas, respectively, about the cruise companies wanting to require passengers to be vaccinated before getting on their ships. In related news, this week's hypocrites of the week are Republicans like Florida Governor Rick DeSantis, who claim to be against regulation of businesses, saying that they should be free to operate as they want, except DeSantis supports prohibiting businesses from saying that COVID vaccinations are required to enter that business, and he also supports telling Facebook that statewide politicians can't be kicked off for violating their policies. No such protections for local office holders, though. To see who next week's Hypocrites of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right, 
Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Seems as if these governors want to force these cruise companies away and that it will hurt more businesses who service these cruise lines. But hey, so much for them being pro-business, right? In space news, Jeff Bezos is set to go into space beating Elon Musk. No news on if he is going to stay there. In oil news, the Keystone XL pipeline was finally pulled now that Biden has canceled contracts. One more victory for the, for the Biden administration. In other energy news, despite paying a Bitcoin ransom to allow it to resume operations, Colonial Pipeline got over half of its money back via Justice Department action. Another victory for the Biden administration. In COVID news, the Biden administration is going to be purchasing 500 million COVID vaccine doses for distribution worldwide. Clearly, this is not something that Donald Trump would have ever thought to have done. In technology news, Amazon's Sidewalk program has launched, and if you have Alexa, you will need to opt out to make sure they don't use your bandwidth. Why anything like that is allowed to happen without an implicit opt-in is just something that baffles me. It should never be allowed. You should have to always opt in. You shouldn't have to opt out of something. And in science news, NASA is planning a return to Venus. No news if NASA will be heading to Uranus. And that was this week's headlines. Bunch of stuff to talk about today. We do have stuff to talk about with Pride at the bottom half of the hour. We're going to be talking about Pride um, and, and LGBTQA uh, issues, uh, having a conversation uh, with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Ray from Queerty Gamers. Uh, to discuss the fundraiser that they're taking part in and everything, anything else they've been up to and uh, some issues. Maybe even discuss a little bit uh, why, um, you know, maybe Burger King, while nice, you know, that they're contributing to charity, it's, it's also a bit performative. And just, but as a, as a guy who hasn't really lived much in, you know, the LGBTQA type world, like, if you listen to the mini cast, you'll see, you know, that I actually label myself pan, uh, but I still kind of have like an imposter syndrome when it comes to that. So I don't know. Uh, but I, I still feel like I don't, I don't have the lived life experience to be able to be telling, you know, big corporate chains that they're just doing uh, actions that are performative and not necessarily are the, are they, are they necessarily helpful or not? Of course, there's different opinions, and of course, I'd love to hear Ray's, and I'd love to hear yours as well if you uh, agree or disagree or have other thoughts that I might not have considered when it comes to, um, you know, pride and corporate corporations trying to jump on board, um, and either is it supportive or is it, you know, where were y'all? Where were y'all? This is before. Um, but anyway... Lots of some other issues to discuss. And there was, there was a really good uh, tweet thread by uh, Dave McKenna, DJ McKenna 00 on Twitter. And he was posting about crime. And it's, I, I'm going to read the whole thread because it's just that good. It's at DJ M-C-K-E-N-N-A 00, and that's on Twitter. Something I've learned while in law school is about the social construction of crime. I work in a legal clinic on wage theft cases where employers have improperly paid workers by not paying, paying below the minimum wage, withholding overtime, withholding paid sick time, etc. He goes to say most theft 
is wage theft, meaning the dollar value of stolen wages is greater than the value each year of all burglaries, robberies, shoplifting, auto theft combined. Yet wage theft is not a crime. It even gives a chart uh, where the number of billions of dollars, okay, 0.34 billion, so $340 million a year is from robbery. $3.8 billion a year from auto theft. $4.1 billion a year from burglaries. $5.3 billion a year in larceny. Okay, so you add those all together, 5.3 and 4.1 is 9.4 plus 3.8 is 13.2. So $13.5 billion in all of those other property crimes combined. There is over $19 billion in wage theft every year, according to this chart. According to this chart. Source FBI and EP. I don't know what EPF stands for. If you steal $100 from your employer, you will get arrested. What is that? So if you if you get a $100 bill and just take it from the register and put it in your pocket, that's theft, and you will get arrested. If you call the police because your paycheck is $100 less than what you expected it to be and what it rightfully should be, the police will not arrest the owner or whoever was responsible for stealing that money from you. The police will tell you to file a complaint with the attorney general, and the attorney general will settle the case between $50 and $200. That is actually not true, but because AGs only take on big cases with thousands of dollars at stake, but they will settle big cases by typically requiring the employer to properly pay what was owed and not assign jail time, not assign a critical record. I'm adding some words here, but um, I'm going over the tweet. This is the fourth tweet, fifth tweet in this. If the attorney general does not want to take the case, it will give you a, quote, private right of action, quote, end quote, to sue the employer in civil court for what you are owed plus damages. It can take a six to 18 month wait to win at trial and months or years to collect on any judgment that you might win. In short, we address the predominant form of theft in the U.S. with civil court cases, not criminal cases. We have literally denied, defined, I'm sorry, wage theft as not a crime. Theft by you, a crime. Theft by your employer, not a crime. And I have somebody who um, is kind of dealing with this right now. Lost her job has been waiting for the final paycheck, doesn't have the final paycheck yet, they never pay it, that's wage theft. If she would have stolen money, that, the same amount of money that, they were, that she's owed, guess what? That would be a crime and they would arrest her. This is what we mean when we say that crime is, quote, socially constructed. Now, look, if, if somebody were to tell me, without me reading this thread, that crime was socially constructed, that, that that there's a social construct of crime, I would have probably been like, what? I would have had that thing that I talk about, you know, when, when it, on my YouTube channel, when it comes to coming to terms with activism. I would have, I would have had this, you know, I would have looked at you weird because it sounds counterintuitive. It sounds, oh, what, what do you mean crime is a social, socially constructed? How can that be? 
Crime is crime, right? Well, no. Not all social harms are criminalized, and not all actors committing social harm are criminalized. Uh, this person says, I settled a case for $27,000 for three clients last year. We spent a month negotiating the non-disclosure agreement because the employer stated that if all of his employees sued him and settled like this, he would go bankrupt. His business, the business model of this owner of this business depended on wage theft. I don't know how many employees that this employer has, but there's three of them that sued and they got $27,000 in a settlement, which means they were probably owed more. But he, if he had to pay everybody out what he owed them, he would go bankrupt. So that t- should tell you that he does not want to, uh, that he does not want to actually pay wages that are, that are owed to employees. These employers go on to hold elected office. 45 famously used wage theft to improve his finances on construction projects, leaving a trail of victims in his wake. I have spoken about that on the podcast before. I spoke about that on the podcast last week when I was talking about his actions when it came to uh, not paying the people because he uh, some sued and he had to pay them. Others didn't have the resources to pursue a multi, multi-year litigation and got nothing. So they either had to deal with whatever the settlement was or maybe even not even get the money at all because he knew that he had the power to do so. He knew that the law would, have, would it put, make him go to jail because he refused to pay the contractually obligated amount. What should we do about it? Criminalized employers or decriminalized theft or something else? Uh, obviously, I don't think we can decriminalize theft, um, but how, how, do you, how do you make a corporation go to jail? Uh, wage theft shows that we believe restitution is important. Giving money back is important. Currently, AG keeps track of bad actors and will increase future financial penalties for bad actors. It also shows that when harm is committed, we don't have to lock someone in a cage or label them a felon both of which destroy years of life even after the sentence is over. We can demand restitution instead of punishment. So, I mean, that could be one thing where he says we decriminalize. Maybe if we're going to treat wage theft like a civil action, then maybe we treat monetary theft like this as a civil action. If it's not a... uh, My phone's being stupid. If it's it's monetary theft, but it's not like a, a armed robbery or a violent crime where you're committing an act of assault or aggression or physical aggression against somebody else. Maybe that's what he means by not. Um, let's see. It also shows that when harm, again, when harm is committed, we also don't have to lock someone else in a cage or label them a felon, both of which destroy years of the life. Even after the sentence is over, we can demand restitution instead of punishment. It also shows how ridiculous the label quote, high crime neighborhood is, and the arbitrary and racist response of police surveillance in so-called high crime neighborhoods, because we have defined it that way. Consider, so, and you're probably going to say, well, high crime neighborhoods are not just monetary losses. There's, you know, armed robbery, there's, there's deaths, there's shootings, there's rapes, there's muggings, there's, there's the violence involved in that. And you're probably going to say, well, well, Dan, why don't you, isn't that different? 
Uh, so Dave McKenna says, consider the social construction of murder. Poison a person, go to jail, they call you a felon for life. Poison a city resulting in dozens of deaths and thousands with brain damage, get a teaching fellowship at Harvard. They call you ex-governor of Michigan, Rick Snyder. Same with much corporate poisoning. The people committing the most harm aren't in jail. They don't live in so-called high-crime neighborhoods. And, quote, black people commit more crime is true only because of how we've defined crimes and how we surveil their communities in response to find more crimes. There are many organizations trying to address harm and create accountability with the community without incarceration. We call ourselves prison abolitionists. And I've had somebody on the show who was a candidate who wanted to, I wanted to go into further with prison abolition movements and talk about, you know, should we not have, should we have prisons? Should we not have prisons? But it, it, it has to make you think if you're capable of thinking, at least it has to make you think why, you know, why are we calling, you know, somebody will kill one person and that person's a murder. That person gets locked up for life. But again, somebody takes an action that kills like the head of shell. How many people died in the explosion of the, of the uh, Macondo oil well uh, explosion in the Gulf? The Deepwater Horizon, whatever, explosion in the Gulf, 9, 12, 11 people died, whatever that number was. That's a lot of people that died. You know, but did anybody go to jail for it? Was anybody, was that treated as a crime? No. So if an, why is it that an individual commits an act that's bad it's considered a crime but yet if it's a corporation that does it it's something else so maybe we should take that into consideration you know detroit or the outskirts of flint michigan their water was poisoned people died from their from the water because they made a decision that was stupid that wasn't well thought out that harmed people that gave people who didn't die uh, lifelong issues because they've had to drink this terrible water and the person who made a decision doesn't get in trouble. These people can, can act with impunity. They, they don't have, they don't have the same fears. So we've, we have socially constructed crime in such a way so that certain people are punished and other people get to get off, especially when they're shielded by corporations. You know, the, 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 the entity of a corporation allows an individual to take actions that can cause people to literally die and not get punished for it while profiting from those actions. So, yeah, I'm going to be this is like like there are things that these are the kind of things that I know. But when put together in this form of an argument, almost like a a, a change a paradigm shift if you will in what you in what one believes what was what one doesn't believe and while you know maybe a year ago i might have said you know i don't necessarily uh, agree uh, totally with the whole abolish prison things but we need to change we need to change our entire system if we have a system that allows people in suits to murder people with impunity and that will lock up one person for murder. I mean, how you either need to lock everybody up or you need to treat everybody the same. It's or you need to or you need to 
do whatever it is that you would do for the for the for the rich, do the same thing for the poor. But Dan, the rich people have more money, so they can afford it. Of course they do. And we, we've we've valued wealth over everything else. It's the most important thing in this country is wealth um, over, over lives. It's, it, it, you could see that all last year during the pandemic. You have a group of people who were more who were who were more interested in saving lives, and you had a group of people who were more interested in saving dollars, saving money, making sure that we their businesses didn't suffer. You know, who cares who dies in the process? Anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. We'll come back, uh, take your calls. You can join us in the chat, leave comments in the chat room as well. Area code nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out Budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show, mm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2 where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdeminox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. 
And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk From the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it is area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Just to do a quick uh, segment here before we get to the bottom half of the hour where we uh, will be discussing with Ray Lancioni from uh, Quirty Gamers to discuss all things pertaining to his group, the United for Pride Fundraiser, etc. Um, so, but, you know, I was thinking about talking about one thing that a friend of mine shared, but, you know, I, I may very well just, I've had an idea for something I wanted to talk about in a mini cast, and I haven't done a mini cast in forever. Uh, so I wanted to go ahead and do one for the first time in forever. Uh, and sorry if I put a little earworm in your head. If you know, you know. And uh, and so I had one topic to think about, but I think I want to, instead of talking about that on this particular um, show, I guess I can tease both of them, what both subjects will be in the next, you know, four hour, four minutes and 30 seconds, and, not, and then go into full detail of them uh, when we uh, come back around uh, to it uh, on the minicast as well. So... So the two things I want to talk about, there's, there's a picture that a friend of mine shared on Facebook and it wasn't, uh, it was basically the whole criticizing about, you know, supposedly where we went wrong, uh, about, uh, giving people trophies for participating. Um, and then on the other side, uh, now you have people, adults who just get paychecks, um, but they don't have to work to do it. And it was kind of talking about the whole, you know, oh, we're giving them money from the pandemic or whatever. And um, we should have done that differently. I've discussed already on the podcast why I think we sh- what we should have done differently when it came to the extended unemployment. It should have just been a stipend to all adults. Uh, and if, if, you're, if you're working and getting the stipend, then that's your hazard pay. If you're not working and getting your stipend, that's, that's uh, in addition to whatever unemployment you happen to get. Etc. Just to basically a way to keep the economy pumping while not giving people a reason to not go to work. Um, because if they went to work and got the stipend, guess what? They still get the stipend, and there you go. And then you get more money, and it helps kind of prime the and prime the the pump, so to speak, of the economy. But it brought me to thinking that you know maybe we're thinking about the whole participation trophy thing wrong. Maybe we're uh, maybe. The fact that we begrudge uh, the giving of a participation trophy is the problem in our society. Maybe the, maybe we should be giving away more participation trophies, not necessarily not giving away prizes for first, second, or third, but maybe we should be giving away more participation trophies, more uh, emphasis that, you know, well, I don't want to give it away too much. So we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. That's the teaser on that part. And then the other part, uh, has to do with other parts of the criminal justice system. Um, things like, just things that rub me the wrong way when it comes to the criminal justice system. And, and, and that could go into many different topics when it comes to it. For example, uh, perp walks. You know, the, 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 walking somebody who is accused of a crime in handcuffs in front of the media, be like, hey, this is the person we think did this crime. Look at here, ha ah. You know, here's this guy. There you go. He, this this woman, this person. They, they, they're they're the ones that did it. You know, po- kind of poisoning the well, so to speak. Um, 
victims' uh, impact statements, impact statements from the victim, impact statements from the family of the victim if the person passed away. You know, are these things helpful? Should we have them? Um, statements from the family of the accused or the convicted before sentencing to kind of sway how much jail time or punishment a person should get for the particular. Are those things relevant or needed or in any way uh, something that should be considered when determining? Like I was rewatching my video that I made on uh, um, what's Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, and a lot of the things that were brought up about, you know, oh, well, the people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot, one of them may have been a sex offender and one of them may have had gun charges. They're going to, you know, None of that was known to Kyle Rittenhouse at the time, so therefore it shouldn't have come into play. Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse was was scrubbing uh, walls that had conf- had graffiti on them earlier in the day. You know what? That has nothing to do with whether or not he murdered people. So, and, and if you haven't seen that, it's on my YouTube channel. If you haven't seen that, it, it's it's about a twenty twenty five minute video. It's one of my longer ones, but I'm responding to somebody, uh, some guy whose name is Donut Operator on on. YouTube, and I responded to this person's video individually because the person, even though I disagree with some of the assertions that were made by this person, it, it still seemed like the individual was wanting to be fair and would say, look, we don't have this information. Other people are saying it. I can't find it, so therefore I can't verify it. Therefore, I don't know if we should be going with it or not. So he seemed to be reasonable when it came to uh, such things. However, um, again, I still had to counteract some of the points because a lot of the points that are being made seem to just ignore Wisconsin law when it came to um, seem to ignore Wisconsin law when it came to you know what you can do in self-defense, what you can't do in self-defense, um, etc. So, um, and I go on into into details. I was kind of annoyed at my video because. I thought I had done copying and pasting well, and apparently there's, you know, when I, I copy and pasted over things and forgot to make sure that everything was covered, so therefore there's some stray letters here and there in my citing of the law, and I was like, oh, this is so bad. I, I, and, and even though I liked the the, qua- the content of the video, I'm just like, oh, why did the quality have to be so bad? It's, why did it have to be so bad? Anyway. So, sorry, I had to take a little sip of water. I felt I might cough or something. Um, oh, before we go to the break, let's, let's go ahead and do, I actually did this week a Words of Redneck Wisdom as well. So we're going we're gonna to do that while we're waiting for uh, our guests to show up. And then we'll probably take the break and then we'll go to the guests. So here it is, this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. <laughs> And now, words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Um, Mike writes in, uh, says this, uh, Jeff, I uh, used to call in periodically, uh, sent you emails, I'm retired, sold my house in Slidell, we moved our property to uh, Tennessee, uh, well, I'm glad uh, we still hear from you, glad you still uh, follow the show. He says, we're building a house on 50 acres, uh, don't care anymore if the country burns or not. White folks will reorganize and rebuild uh, out of whatever's left 
that we decide we want. That is uh, Mike F. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Den Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. And there we go. So uh, it was interesting because uh, last guessing was yesterday on the show, on his show. He said something. There was, he was being critical of somebody who was talking about um, how uh, the Republicans or conservatives, you know, don't feel that this country is for them. And Jeff goes, well, I don't know of any conservative who doesn't believe that this country is that is for, you know, black people that, that you know, He's denying Republican racism, so to speak. And all I had to do was go back to Thursday's show and say, look, Jeff, you had this guy. I forget his name. I think he was from Tennessee or North Carolina. Mike F. He was from Tennessee. And he, he, he clearly states that he's happy to let the country burn. And so all the, quote, white people, all the whites can just go out and, uh, and rebuild what they want to rebuild. And... I don't know about you, but unless he knows some family of construction workers whose last name is Whites, so therefore he would have the Whites rebuilding the country, clearly what he was saying was racist. And to deny it is to have your head buried in the sand. So anyway, I do believe we have Ray from Queerty Gamers on the phone. Uh, or from or that I'm just going to somebody blindly and not knowing it. Is this Ray? Hi. Yep, it is. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. So thank you again for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And especially, no, you're more than welcome to come on any other month. Uh, but since this is Pride and, and you are doing some Pride-related uh, activities, I thought it was it would be good to help promote those uh, to my uh, audience and uh, let them know what's going on and maybe discuss some other things uh you know, pride related uh, when it comes to uh, this month and what happens this month. So um, first, I guess, give me an update on what's been going on with uh, Queerty Gamers. Yeah. Uh, so right now we're in the thick of pride, like you mentioned. Uh, we are participating in Unified for Pride. It's a campaign on Tiltify, which is the goal is to fundraise for 12 different organizations, one of them being ours. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're the smallest of the orgs on all of all 12, which is so it's really cool to be part of this. Um, it, if, if folks want to participate, they can either start their own fundraiser or head over to um, unifiedforpride.org or .com and they can donate directly. Uh, or like I said, start their own fundraiser. And uh, yeah, just the nonprofits involved are uh, AMFAR, Black and Pink, Listen, It Gets Better Project, Mermaids, Modern Military Association of America, Rainbow Railroad, Stonewall Community Foundation, Trans Lifeline, The Trevor Project, True Colors United, and then us, Pretty Gamers. Um, so yeah, that's been really cool. And we just received a really big donation from uh, Alchemy, which is a studio who or that created... Um, a job simulator in the Rick and Morty sim, uh, simulation of VR game, uh, the Rickality, as they call it. Mm-hmm. So it's been really, really fun. So uh, yeah, and I mean we have some we have some like Pride Dead by Daylight tournaments coming up later this month, and um, we have what uh, kind of tournaments? We're announcing 
Uh, it's okay. a Dead by Daylight tournament. So it's a, okay, are you familiar yeah, with that okay. video game? Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't. I haven't played it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it could be a pretty gory game, but um, you know, I think there's worse games out there. So like, you know, <laughs> it's 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 still a video game, right? So it's not like it's not like gonna traumatize you, but right. Uh, yeah, you know, it's really big in the queer community, and so we have some really cool folks that are gonna be like hosts, and then we have my partner who is also our board treasurer and um influencer manager they will be hosting as well and yeah it would be really fun i think it's going to be it's like june 26th or 27th it's on our website queergamers.org okay. um and then we're announcing who, who our can, who can enter the tournament uh anybody could enter i believe they're the teams are full but you okay. might be able to apply in case um someone backs out or there needs to be a fill um, okay. So there are there's a section on our website in the new section about this tournament, and uh, there should be a place where you can apply. So um, yeah, there's a right now I believe it still says you need to apply with four folks, but I think we can update that soon. That says like, hey, if if uh, if somebody from a team you know doesn't show up, then you're in. Um, so yeah, that's going to be really fun. And then we have the grant recipient announcement on the first uh, of July, um, which will be, I think it's going to be a year now since um, the, the Victoria Kennedy micro grant launched, um, which provides funds to uh, folks who want to be in the gaming industry, content creators, developers, and what have you. Uh, so that will be a really fun celebration as well. Nice. And then you also, um, there's the, um, What's, what's the link I'm watching to? The uh, the NYC Gamers uh, event that's your di- digital pride? Yes, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, so NYC Gamers is a non uh, will be a nonprofit soon. They're filing. Um, so right now they're an organization in New York, and they are throwing a virtual pride celebration on Discord, um, and we are one of the heart sponsors. Uh, that will be participating. We'll have our own virtual booth, and that's going to be really fun. There's going to be other folks there. Um, I believe the presenting sponsors are Geeks Out and uh, Gaming Magazine, and then we are being we are joining uh, one of our one of our sibling organizations because we booth with them a lot, especially at PAX. Uh, that will be the Suicide uh, Center, uh, the Center for Suicide Awareness, and so they are uh, going to be a sponsor as well very cool so yeah. and so the, so the announcement of the, of the july and july 1st the announcement of the grant is that from the last time we spoke or is this was this a new round of grants uh, i think it's a new round because okay. we do a new recipient every quarter um, okay so i think cool. i think you and i have i think we spoke what january february or something like that something like maybe that maybe before i, I forget yeah, so there was another... It, it, uh, during the pandemic, uh, everything uh, has just mushed together into one giant day, and I don't remember when everything anything happened. Like, It feels like things it, that happened like a year ago were yesterday, even though it's been so long. It's, it's still March of 2020, and <laughs> uh, Donald Trump is still president, unfortunately. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that that, that, is, that is probably more horrific than anything you'll see in Dead by Daylight. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, especially his pants the other day. 
Have you seen the pants? Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, so what was I watching where they they found out that it, so Snopes is it Snopes right. that does fact checking? I guess it was a low quality video, and so right. they showed a high quality video, and his pants were there. His, his yeah, there was, was there. Well, there yeah, there was another angle that somebody showed that that showed. Oh, look, there's a fly right there, different from the fly that was on Mike Pence's head. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the um, you know. A lot of people, I, you know, a lot of people saying he was trying, just trying to do like a President Scrooge cosplay from uh, Spaceballs, um, with with how how horrible his pants look. But even if the pants are worn correctly, he's a supposed billionaire. You'd think he'd be able to find a better tailor. Well, he's rich, not gay, so he doesn't have a fashion sense. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's true. Well, you, if, when you're that rich, you should be able to pay somebody else to be able to do it for you, right? I mean, none of the gays will work for him though. So That's true. <laughs> I mean, not all heroes wear capes, right? <laughs> no, no. Although some, we should maybe we should get some. Um, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> other things, you know, I was t- talking about this in my headline segment. You know, have you heard um, the shade that Burger King threw at uh, Chick Fil A? Yeah, my partner actually talked about that. Um, that that um something about and we're, we're also open on sundays something like yeah that, but right? basically we're donating like we're donating money for every chicken sandwich uh to the human rights campaign even on chicken sandwiches sold on sunday you know wink wink hey hey you know we're, we're not the hate chicken mongers we're the it was great um but it kind of made me question um like you know is, is this like a lot of people, some people might say, I mean, it's great that they took the shot of Chick-fil-A. I love that they took the shot of Chick-fil-A. Um, but uh-huh. to me, it's, you know, is it performative? Like, is it, you know, is, is, is it them trying to um, rainbow wash themselves or just trying to use pride to make more money, even though they're doing any money? I mean, they're, you know, they're still trying to, you know, is is it like... I don't know. Like I recently, like one of my, my, I have a, I have this podcast and I have the mini cast. And on the mini cast, I basically said, you know, I, I, I've decided that pan is a better label for me than than heterosexual, just because of the fact that um, when I, if I'm attracted to somebody, it's not, it doesn't matter what the other person's gender is. If if, if they, you know, I, I, I found out after the fact, but I, you know for a while I was seeing somebody who was a trans man. Now he wasn't out as a trans man uh, while we were together, but had he come out as a trans man while we were dating, I wouldn't have stopped dating him. So, you know, and I've, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, a, I'm, you know, attracted to people who are, you know, who are non-binary and, you know, so it doesn't matter to me what the gender of the person is. So that's why I think pan is, is a better label for me, but like, I still feel, like because I've lived most of my life kind of with the identity of being heterosexual, I don't have that kind of lived experience. And if you looked at me, you'd probably assume that I'm I'm a heterosexual because I'm married to a woman and you know whatever. Um, so I still kind of feel like an imposter syndrome where I don't necessarily feel like I have the right uh, to to speak up as, as or speak over other people who might have had longer life experience have dealt with you know discrimination on the basis of their sexuality. So, um, but like. Like is is like is this like a like do you think that this is a performative thing? Do you think it's a good thing? Is it both? Like you know what? what I guess do you have like a personal opinion. You know, I mean, I guess you could say if it's your personal opinion outside of your opinion of you know your position with queerty, whatever. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I think that pretty much a lot of what Queerty's values are align with my own values um, because mm -hmm. I've had such a huge hand in developing the organization and um, a lot of the folks we work with. Uh, you know, I mean, some of it, obviously, we vary on opinion from here and there, but I right. think um, we're all about inclusivity and um, just kind of valuing all the different um, kinds of people's like how they've lived, you know, and I, mm. I, I personally don't think that just be, for example, you know, you being a pansexual person who maybe didn't realize until recently, I don't think that your, I don't think that your opinions le like are, le are less important than anyone else. Say, for example, like me, who's been openly queer since I was 15. Mm -hmm. Sorry, there's a train. Um, oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Noises happen. I've heard worse. Yes. Um, so, and I think that's the, I think that's a big problem in the community is that we're like, oh, you're not A, B, and C, so, you know, you, you should sit down and let this person speak. I don't think that's conductive, and I think it, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it alienates folks and, and pushes people away from the community. So you are going to find folks, even within our community, I believe, that, you know, think that we should have a tighter circle. Um, you know, this is, this is, you know, kind of like that, the movie where like, oh, you can't sit with us. Like it's, I don't believe in that. And I don't think it should be like that. Right. Uh, I respect people who want to have a, an environment like that, but queerty is not like that. And neither, um, I, be I believe neither are the spaces that I'm involved in. Um, and I believe in terms of Burger King, um, I mean, whatever their intentions were, and I don't think we can really know what their intentions were. Um, right. You know, we can't really assign intentions. But uh, I don't really, honestly, I don't really care if, even if they were just using pride to make money, I don't care because they're still doing the right thing, which is donating to a nonprofit or they're giving their money to other folks. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You know, people saying that they're, what is it? Um, like rainbow capitalism, I don't really care. Uh, I mean, like, if 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 companies want to celebrate with us, do it. You know, go for it. Um, if you're not donating money to a nonprofit, I mean, that sucks. But you know, the consumer also chose to buy those products, so right. Um, I don't really see any harm in it. Um, I would hope that. I, I'm also seeing a lot of companies working with a lot of nonprofits, especially nonprofits we've worked with. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm seeing it gets better over uh, over a lot of different products, especially at Target. Um, I saw the Uno cards that they just came out with. With um, it gets better on there, and I saw uh, I forget where I saw Glad recently. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know if my opinion is the minority or the majority. Um, mm -hmm. Because I know that louder voices usually usually prevail, uh, right. and I believe the, the the louder voices at this moment are rainbow capitalism bad. Um, but I yeah I think I'm I'm in favor of Burger King <laughs> donating money based off their sales. Um, does it mean I'm going to eat Burger King? Probably not. Uh, I I mean in full full disclosure, I'm not going to eat there anymore. But I do think. Chick-fil-A is a way be better tasting sandwich than any other competitors. And that's probably why they still have such a loyal customer base besides the fact that 
you know, a bunch of people are like, oh, I don't like gay people, so I'm going to eat here. Um, Even better than so Popeye's? I, oh, you know, I don't know if I've tried their sandwich, though. If we're talking about oh, sandwiches, I don't think I've taught. So good. You know what? After <laughs> this, I'm going to go to Popeye's. It's down the street. I'm going to go get their sandwich. I'm going to tell them the story. I'm going to tell them why I'm trying it. And they're going to be like, guy, no, we don't care. guy from New Orleans told me he had to try it. <laughs> Um, so I'll definitely try. I mean, I remember wasn't didn't someone get stabbed over it? <laughs> yeah, that that was there was some very hardcore uh, sandwich seekers early on when they first announced the sandwich. It was it was pretty bad. <laughs> I also remember they were out of the buns, so they said if you bring your own buns, we'll make you a sandwich, which I'm sure wouldn't fly during like pandemic times. Right, probably um, not. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see these other orgs getting involved. Um, I, I know sometimes it could be cringy, but you know what? It's not cringy to everybody. I, I saw like the, uh, the Bud, have you seen the Budweiser uh, advertisement? Yeah, well, the one that somebody Photoshopped. Oh, it's, it was Photoshopped. It may be Photoshopped because it's, it's, it's let's get beers and then it, I think it was supposed to be Queens, but somebody photoshopped the N into the R. The Is that the one you're talking about? R. Yeah, I yeah I thought it was uh, Let's Get Beers Together Queens. So that's photoshopped. I think the Queens is the correct one. I think I think Queens is correct. Oh. I think somebody photoshopped it into if I mean uh, you. Okay. You mean queer? Yeah, queer. Yes. At, Oh yeah, I know there 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 I are mean, people that's... who will there are people who will say that queer is a bad word. There are people who say queer should be reclaimed, you know, as a word. And that's I mean, you said it on the show. I have no problem with it, you know. You know that's how you you know whatever. I'm I'm not I mean, I'm not. It's in our it's in our nonprofit it, it's, name. Yes, queerty. It is. So I mean, yeah. I mean, no, you're right. I've definitely I've heard that argument, and um, they can. They can get thicker skin, is my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's I think there's worse things to worry about. I was talking to my partner. I was like, uh, you know, there's a lot of infighting in the queer community, especially in the video gaming queer community, and we're uh -huh. arguing about these small little things. And you know, and there's like voter voter suppression out there. And I'm just like, let's yeah. let's focus on the, the stuff that matters. I I don't think arguing if the word queer is offensive or not is really if you think it's offensive don't use it that's all if you don't if you don't like right. me saying it don't listen to me you know you don't have to listen to me i'm not in your ear all the time uh -huh. not yet um <laughs> so i had i had to i, I did have that. to explain it too there's a if you caught the tail end of my words of redneck wisdom the guy that was reading the email uh he was very confused mm -hmm. as to as to people calling themselves queers or not or whatever and i was like it probably depends on, depends on how you're using the term. Like, I'm sure many of the yeah. people that you, that you know, i.e. him, the host, when they use the term queer, they're probably doing it in a way that is probably meant in a negative way and therefore probably should, would people would be offended by the way that they say it as opposed to, you know, you know somebody who is self-identifying as queer, then, you know, then that, that's okay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, anything can really be have a negative connotation when you say it the wrong the, – the, the wrong way. So, right. Um, I mean, yeah, but uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's like, I was raised, I was raised Jewish. Yeah. And I was raised Jewish. And, uh -huh. you know, you know, there's a difference between, Oh, Dan's a Jew. And, Oh, Dan's a Jew. Like two different right. meanings. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So, 
Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about, promote, etc.? Uh, any topics, any rants you want to make? Anything personal you'd like to pat yourself on the back on? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just really excited. Uh, that I mean, where we are right now, it's really interesting in terms of like, you know, the I mean, half of, half of the adult population has a vaccine now, which is great. At least the first, right. I think it's their first shot. Um, and so I'm hoping people keep doing that. Of course, we have the bozos that believe in conspiracy theories and won't. And right. that's unfortunate. So we just got to make sure that there are repercussions for not getting those shots because they don't understand that if they end up in the hospital, that big thing they don't like, socialism is going to pay for it because – Right. I mean, insurance is really socialism, right? Like, it, if I don't go to the hospital and I pay my premiums every month, and you go to the hospital because you didn't get your COVID vaccine, and then they ha- the insurance fronts up the bill for you because you ha- they have insurance too. Guess what? That's socialism. It's just, I mean, right. we're, we're all <laughs> hanging into it, and so it, it you know, it, someone is just warping their brain into thinking oh, vaccine bad, vaccine make me liberal. It's like, no, it makes you a decent human being. Um, so I'm just hoping that um, we can get over this hump. And um, because, I mean, I've loved living in the digital world for this last year, and I think it's been uh, very beneficial for the non- our nonprofit because digitally we were able to connect to a lot more folks like you. Uh, right. I I would also love to see things like E3 happen in person again and uh you know packs and and in case you're i don't know if if all your viewers are gamers or not but these are video game conventions essentially um so yeah i'm I'm hoping uh it's looking great for us in the u.s um, but we just have to keep trucking along and um i'm hoping the rest of the world will catch up too because those conventions are um not closed to the rest of the world so those folks will be coming over too um true so yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm just Unfortunately, I live in Louisiana, right so we're we're only at about thirty uh-huh. percent in Louisiana. So it it we're we're not as good yeah. down here because we have a lot more of those, you know, science denier type folks. So you know, you can't force me to like those. They like they're gonna own the libs by not getting the vaccine and dying. <laughs> you, you sure owned me. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, all the other people that it. they kill off, like the people who can't take the vaccine currently, like, that's the thing that pisses me off the most. Like. I have, I put my, uh-huh. my, I did the Novavax vaccine trial. So I, cause I, okay. on the hopes that I would get it, the vaccine earlier than everybody else. Um, now, whether or not I got it before or later, I'm fully vaccinated now, but I opted in my older child into the same thing because I wanted to him to make sure that he would get vaccinated before, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, you know, before his peer group. And then three days after he got his first shot in the trial, Pfizer is like, hey, you can get it at 12 and above. I'm like, Ugh. I'm so frustrated. Oh, man. Um, but then I'm trying to get my younger one in the, tri- in the Pfizer trial that they're doing down here in New Orleans again, because who knows when they're going to be able to have it. And everyone wants to rush back to school and nobody wants to be vaccinated or mask properly if they're not vaccinated. So it's just like, you know, or we're using the honor system now on whether or not you're vaccinated in order to whether or not you should wear masks in stores. And, you know, clearly you know, honor is not something that the anti-vaxxers understand. 
No, they are no they're no Klingon warrior. They have no honor. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll always I'm always going to be wearing my mask even after this pandemic because I don't I don't want to breathe anybody else's air if possible. Um, right. So. Yeah, we'll see. How no, I've I've heard but, people uh, like yeah. like people. Like people on the show that I I often listen to and get a lot of show prep for, uh, they, they were uh, they were uh, you know mocking the people who were wearing the masks. Like I know a lot of women who are who are happy with the fact that because they wear a mask, no strange dudes are going to walk up to them and be like, "You would look better if you smiled more," you know, or you know, and other people who are like, "I haven't had the allergies all year long," you know, because I've been wearing this mask. This mask is wonderful because it stops me from having as many allergies so people might still wear masks because of allergies so don't judge them <laughs> oh absolutely i have a really bad allergies today and when i put my mask on oh it, they went away for a little bit so totally nice. see the the value in that and fighting the flu really uh flus yeah flu cases went down last year so it's there's a lot of good reasons to be wearing a mask still yeah um, and i just I, and, and it's my common line that I figured out that I can use on Facebook that won't get me banned for like several days on Facebook because I've dealt with several bans during the pandemic um, because mm-hmm. I said things like, you know, saying people are stupid or whatever it is now clearly you would have you, clearly you're one of the people that needed to cheat to pass science. That's the high school science. Uh, that that's 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 my typical comeback at the people who are, you know, refusing to, to, to do things that are smart. And they're like, you know, well, if if the me- you know, if why did the flu go down if COVID are up? I'm like, because we have a vaccine for flu and we were social distancing and we were wearing masks. That proves that the masking and social distancing works. Not, it, they, it, it's, they take it as, oh, well, it's just the flu, just masks are different. It's like, it's like everything is a conspiracy theory. And it's just, the, the, this Do you is, remember, like the internet, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you remember, and maybe I don't know. Maybe you still do it. I, I'm not saying that this is something only uh, children do. But do you remember when you had to like connect the dots to like make a picture? Yeah. Like sometimes <laughs> you go to IHOP or something, and you connect the dots, right? And I feel like right. those are the folks who didn't know how to do that. <laughs> like, they're like, how do I get from point A to point B? It's like, hmm? well. Well, I can't figure out how to. I'm just going to draw the line from one to twenty, and that's and skip the rest of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I, for some reason I don't know. Maybe sometime I'll make the comment, you know, on Facebook. Oh, I guess. And I tried to be more vague. I was like, you know, there's a whole. I'll be like, there's a whole bunch of people who clearly did not or had to cheat to pass high school science, and usually it gets a bunch of laughs. And but I've got. I got I got a seven day ban the other day because I told some person that I wished that her kids that that she was an irresponsible parent for for what she was doing and that I wished that her mm-hmm. kids did not get cancer did not get COVID and did not die. I literally wished her kids oh. health and that caused me to get a seven day Facebook jail sentence. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, and I, I told one of my friends, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to parlor and you know. Apparently she was oh, in a bad gosh. mood and she was in a bad mood and that's what cheered her up. So it was good. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'd probably be kicked off parlor faster than I kicked off of Facebook for saying something. <laughs> I think I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. thank you very much for calling into the show. You are, you are welcome to come on anytime to discuss 
anything you would like to discuss, uh, whether it's query related or not, or if you just want to call in and rant about a topic, you know, you can just either call in. I'm usually 8 p.m. Central on my time, uh, or just send me an email and say, hey, I really want to talk about this, and you're more than welcome to come on. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having right. me. And well, thank uh, you. looking forward to talking to you again, like always. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we are going to take our final commercial break real quick and uh, wrap up the show. Um, and then I'm going to go uh, do some nerdydan.com stuff on my uh, on Twitch. So nerdydan.com on Twitch is what I'll be doing, my Animal Crossing thing that I'm doing. Anyway, uh, 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts You'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. This is Amber Petrovich, a.k.a. Just Capital, talking investing in the Just Capital Minute. Y'all call the meme stocks, I call it momentum investing. I'm here to remind you that momentum investing is actually a strategy that can be quite profitable if you nail the timing. It involves finding short-term trends with strength and incredible volatility. The trickiest part is knowing when to take your profit because, you know, 40K in profit means nothing until you've realized it. And when you're momentum investing, gains can disappear like lightning. So two things, if you're really long on a stock, as in you own hundreds of shares, you might consider buying a put as insurance. The other thing is to watch that stock like a hawk stalking prey. You go and you take your profit when you believe it is peaking and when the time is right for you. Now trading volume and moving average are your best friends in timing your exit. And never feel bad about taking profit. It might go higher or lower, but you still profited. This has been the Just Capital Minute. Build wealth, fight the wealth gap. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Uh, we're finishing up the podcast today. If you happen to listen to both weeks, uh, Amber was a, a little bit busy this week, so we just happened to replay last week's Just capital minute this week as well so you get a uh, replay if you will um just to 
here. That good, and it's good advice. I, and, I, and I actually I used that advice before she even gave the advice because I happened to take profit on AMC the other day. I bought in at uh, eight thirty one day at thirty eight. I sold at like sixty eight and made a decent amount of money in one day. So it was great. I don't know if that'll happen again. I don't know if I'm willing to risk that money I get at AMC. Currently, AMC is 247. <clears throat> it might be a good time to buy AMC again. I don't know. The AMC people seem to think it'll go up. They see, still seem to think that it's going to go to the moon. I don't know. Will it go to the moon? Will it not? If it does and I would buy it again, then that'd be awesome. No, there's, of course, silliness where people are like, AMC could reach 100. AMC could reach 1,000 because of all of the short squeezes. And I don't know enough about this to know whether or not if that is actually true or not. It seems counterintuitive. Uh, but then again, I invested in another stock that it had great news one day, and then the stock tanked because people sell the news. They buy the hype and sell the news, and it doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, I am not an investment guy. I, you should talk to your own uh, investment advisor to discuss your specific portfolios, et cetera. Um, one thing I do want to mention, I did put uh, the link uh, on the show description for United for Pride. It's not on the website right now. It's not on Liberal Band, but United for Pride is on the show page on blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Band for this episode, the Pride episode. Uh, so you can click there if you want to make a contribution. Um, maybe if you wanted to leave a note uh, when you give your contribution to say, hey, I heard about this on Liberal Dan Radio, um, that would be awesome for you to do. But it's not required. What's more important is that you help uh, individuals who need help um, and support uh, LGBTQA causes during this month. Um, and if also if you want to go to QueerDGamers.com, it's, que it's like you look at the top of your keyboard and see the first six letters, it's QWERTY. That's what a QWERTY keyboard is called. If you didn't know why it was called a QWERTY keyboard, that's why. But it's just QWERTY at an extra E, gamers.com, and you can check their website out as well. Um, I also uh, tagged their Twitter account uh, in the tweet that I made at Liberal Band Radio on Twitter. So uh, you can see the Twitter account as well. Uh, so that is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. We had nobody in the chat today. Maybe the topic scared off the conservatives. I don't know. But again, big shout out uh, to Demonox, the first Liberal Day and Radio Patreon, uh, to Cesar, the second Liberal Day and Radio Patreon, and to my little brother, the host of the most Nimbus years with the Percy Podcast. Until next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. 